what are you curious about? Where does it take place? But it takes place. It doesn't take place in the galaxy far, far away. Star Trek takes place in this galaxy, just in the future. Yeah. Where's so every time I watch Star Trek, you know, the next generation. Yeah. They're always speeding along. Oh yeah, the they universe. Are. You know, they're going across the galaxy. Yeah, not the universe, just the galaxy, and it's like one quadrant of the galaxy, really. Yeah, one quadrant. Where, Where are they the going? Alpha, well, they're going to different parts of the Alpha Quadrant. Is it undiscovered? Uh, some of it is, some of it is not. So, like, if you're seeing, um, if you're seeing Star Trek Next Gen, a mm. lot of that is probably undiscovered, unless mm. they're going to a place they already know. Where's Deep Space Nine? Uh, Deep Space Nine is near Romulan space. It's a uh, it's kind of nestled in there, like it's got it's near Romulan space, kind of mm-hmm. on the fringes of uh, Federation space. I've seen oh. a map of it here. Um, oh, yeah, there's a map of it. There is a map, but there's like several maps because they never like fully like say this is the definitive. Like you see some pictures of it on like Star Trek itself. Yeah, but it's kind of inconsistent. So Star Trek Galaxy. Because like every, I'm sure by seven the seventh season they're like way far away from Earth. Uh, like they surprisingly can't. not so much. So here we go. So some would say uh, where they're they're only like in one corner of uh, or one side of the galaxy down there at the bottom of the picture. They're yeah. like huddling the Alpha and the Beta quadrant. Yeah, I I can't read that. You're gonna have to. So what is the blue? The blue is the Federation, I believe, and it's the United Federation of Planets. The red is the Klingon Empire, which is kind of wiggling around there uh the cardassian republic is uh kind of in the is fully in the beta quadrant cardassian uh, republic is the kardashian oh yeah those those yeah. sexy kardashians and <laughs> it, it depends on the time you're in because then there's another one where it's way smaller so it's like <laughs> i know right so it's like it's still Wait, there's, they're still straddling the um that uh that that beta and alpha quadrant scenario but they're not uh nearly as big so it's hard to say and also there's probably a time element because apparently at right after the um dominion war they uh they develop like a whole like the federation develops super fast warp uh the romulans get some super sweet cloaking phasing technology Hmm. and uh, i think the klingons just get extra angry i don't know listen the klingons are going to be the klingons and they're always a threat you know well see that's the stuff that you as a nerd know i really yeah but what like an average nerd would notice is the ridges on the Klingons. They get those get yeah. bigger and bigger over time. Yeah, there's something in one of the series where they got like some sort of genetic disease, and that's why they all got those cranial ridges. <laughs> I, I, I shit you not. <laughs> really? Like they cover it first in Deep Space Nine. They say <laughs> that had to be a disease. Yeah, yeah, they're a disease. No, they cover it in Deep Space Nine. It's like oh, kinda. They touch on it like it's like where are the Klingons, and it's just the guy. It's, it's the actor. Then they go back to the Trouble with Tribbles episode, oh. and they like they look at a Klingon. It's just a guy who looks like he's a tan dude with a weird mustache mm-hmm. and they look at Worf with these r- raging ridges and they're like, and they just look at him like, we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> so welcome to the transmit podcast. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. And uh, today we're just talking about whatever, apparently. Yeah. Um, I think we got some uh, chicken sandwiches uh, after this, right? Yeah. Cause um, I looked it up and uh, to be an official podcast, you already did all the, the stuff correctly, but they added an extra thing where you have to eat a Popeye spicy chicken sandwich oh. on air to be an official podcast. Cool. So I'm doing a little bit of work to keep us on, to keep us uh, official. You know, you're right. I think we need to do more stuff that really makes us blend in with the landscape. Yeah. So <laughs> we should oh, not we... stand out whatsoever. Let's. <laughs> hey, Sam, we need to do the cinnamon challenge. Can we do the cinnamon challenge? 
I, she's she's nodding feverishly. You know, no one really remembers the cinnamon challenge. I don't think I don't think the kids these days remember that, but they do know the Tide Pod challenge. Oh yeah, which we got to. I don't think we were, we weren't podcasting at the time, so we dodged that bullet. We do, oh god, we dodged. Otherwise, that. we'd be eating Tide Pods right have, here on this we, podcast. It'd be a fiduciary duty for us to uh, to have those Tide Pods. Oh my god, do I sound weird? Oh, that sounds a little better. Does that sound a little bit? I think over there sounds better. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, good. Well, sounds good for me. And then we got another couple of things that we want to talk about, maybe on yeah. this one or the next one, and that's Terminator. Oh yeah, I think Dark we should. Fate. Uh, see, I was. I'm sorry, I was messing with yours. Now I'm going to talk a little bit more. Over there is good. No, over there. That's that sounds better. That yeah. sounds better. Okay, I think uh, we should talk about Terminator now. And then you also showed me this funny, <laughs> this funny trailer. Oh yeah, we. This is just turning into a movie talk podcast, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know. Okay, so. Uh, how about we talk about that trailer, the the Mandela effect first? Okay. Now, at first I thought it was going to be like one of those, I lost my kid, but there's some weird sci-fi edge to it. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of what it is in the trailer. And I thought it was going to be serious. But yeah. the more they expose about it, the more it turns into what looks like an SNL skit <laughs> about this sort of thing. Because they, they mentioned the Baron's... Uh, I, again, that's a Mandela. It's a real Mandela thing that they mention. Yeah, is, you know that those bears, yeah, the Baron Steen bears, Baron Stein bears. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I'm not sure how they. It's got to be a comedy. It's it's got to be. It's got to be a comedy because at first, you know, it's uh, it seems like this family lost their daughter. Yeah. And they're maybe at her funeral or something, and you know, I guess it's it's very sad to lose a child. Yeah, your young parents, and it looks like it's rather tastefully done, right? Like they're, like they're yeah. handling it rather well. And that's yeah, that's a um, that's a heavy topic for a film. Yeah, right. But then, oh, chicken sandwiches. Sam, you're awesome. Thank you. But then it goes into like right. freaking, uh, Bernstein bears. Well, yeah, they start seeing. Yeah, they start seeing like flashes of her. Yeah, and uh, that's not the Mandela effect. To be fair, now they, she's like phasing it out, like it's like the Ringu. Yeah, but realistically, it's it's like they they see uh, like a like a hazy image of her, and they I think I'm losing my mind, and I I I thought we took this picture in Seattle, not in like I don't know L A. Which one? Which sa- which sandwich is this, Sam? Mm. Sandwiches are all spicy, but uh, apparently they're all spicy. All right, so in the middle of our trailer review... We're going to start eating a... What is this, Popeye's chicken sandwich? Yeah, we have to do it real quick. We have to make this an official... We, we are now officially on the internet. Yeah. But anyway, everyone go check out that uh, Mandela Effect trailer. Seriously, look at it, because... For it, incredible toning, like incredible tone errors. Yeah, it's like... In that. Yeah, if you want to do that, like just do Mandela. Do like a whole bunch of things. Don't bring up the Berenstein Bears or the Monopoly guy, the Monocle Mon- guy. They really. Oh, they. I forgot about that. They really. <laughs> have you? Do you really remember seeing the Monopoly guy? Dun, 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 dun. And they like they have the sci-fi music playing in the background. I mean, with the kind of topic, they shouldn't have chose a family. They should have just chose some like pothead guy. Yeah, you know? it should have been like a Harold and Kumar type movie. Honestly, yes, it, it definitely should have been. They're they're going. They're trying to win. They're trying to like win internet fans and like some sort of film festival at the same time it's it's so weird that cross-section mm. all right look at so then now we're now mm. we're on these uh popeye chicken sandwiches and let me tell you the one i'm eating now it's not very spicy or really spicy at all but it does taste okay i, I really do like this they're even better when they're 
Yeah, I, I hit some traffic because I forgot the uh, my Tascam recorder at my home, and then I mm-hmm. rear-ended somebody. The breading Lightly. is good. Oh, the breading is so good. Let's develop some criteria. Okay. Uh, portion. Texture and um, flavor, obviously. A uh, portion is generous. This is like half a chicken in between regular cheeseburger buns. It's huge. Brioche. Brioche. Oh, is that what they're called? It's a brioche bun. Mm. The large slab of like half oh. a chicken. They yeah. deboned half a chicken. Yeah, <laughs> it's half a chicken. <laughs> which which sounds like a sex thing, but <laughs> mm. so yeah, I, I so I I'm I'm gonna rent that movie honestly. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna get a Popeyes chicken sandwich. There's a Popeyes near where I live. If I still live there when um when that movie hits the uh, it's not gonna hit Redbox when I still live there. I have to move soon. Mm. All right, so we get it's a good it's. Portion one out of five. It probably gets like uh, first sandwich, maybe like four point five. Or yeah, maybe four point five. It's four point five to five. Yeah, for for portion size, flavor, I'd say a solid four, because mine didn't come with any sauce except for what she put on it. Mm-hmm. So you know, it'd be nice if they put something on there to. Usually there is. Okay. I asked for no ma'am. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, then uh, you know what? Let's. I'll because say. In theory, they would have been fresher. Let's say four, just to be short, just to just to be safe. Yeah. Uh, texture is really good. I, uh, even though it's reheated, it's still got great texture. Yeah, this breading. <clears throat> I've never had a fried... Maybe I've just lived a, a very sheltered life. I've never really had fried chicken this good before. Okay, that's about to say. You've never had fried... Okay. <laughs> this is... Yeah, this is actually superb fried chicken. Let me tell you. I can see yeah, why... it's they're... not super oily. Yeah, right? It's really crispy. Mm. And then when you get to the meat inside, it's really juicy and... Yes. White. Yeah, so Caucasian. Mm. <laughs> so good. All right. Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about. Wait, wait. Oh, there's another oh. thing we got to tell people the price now. Oh, what's the price? Three ninety nine. Uh, for for the for a chicken sandwich, this good. Yeah, that that's a, that's an excellent price. Yeah, this is like a chain fast food restaurant place. And really, no 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 one else is doing this right now. Chick Fil A tried. Yeah, Chick Fil A has it's it's good it's good for like every your your kind of average stuff. It's a little pricey, but it is tasty. But this it's is yeah, this is a league of its own. Compared to this, compared to this, yeah, there's no comparison. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, compared to, okay, compared to this, yeah, Chick Fil A is trash. I mean, um, I, I like the crisscross fries though. I was just say something else about the sandwich. Oh yeah, mm. we're just chewing into the. Mm. <laughs> I'll edit that out, Mike's. or I won't. I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, ASMR. I, I had that today actually. I had some ASMR today. I um, my favorite part of a haircut mm-hmm. is when they take the little buzzer to the back of my neck, and I get ASMR super hard when they, <laughs> when they, yep, and the whole the whole side of my body just tingles, and it's the it. I didn't know what ASMR was when I was a little kid. I just knew that I loved haircuts. Yeah, like that was my sexual experience before I could feel. You sex. get a chub? Well, no, before even before I could get a chub, I was like, I would date like the buzz thingy. I got one today. Oh yeah. So, the hype that it's getting on the internet, I, I don't think it's um, <clears throat> what do they call it? I don't think it's overhyped. ASMR or the chicken? The chicken. Oh, we're bouncing back and forth, and well, that was just the last thing I wanted to say. Oh, all right. Yeah, there was a long wait. Yeah, I remember. It's like I was. Oh, there there will be likely a wait. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you get to you get to hang out with other fast food restaurant patrons. But it was Friday. It is Friday. Hmm. But there's a bit of news that comes with this Popeye sandwich. Oh, what's that? There was a stabbing. What? In Maryland. Oh, oh yeah. Right? Is it Maryland? Yeah, I um some I, part of the country that no one. I did. Oh uh, yeah, that's what. That's why that uh, there was that um gif I sent to um or that video I sent to Sam about a, a football player beating up another one. It's like how people go into Popeyes. <laughs> Yeah, Maryland. Uh, a 28-year-old man was fatally stabbed after cutting in line at Popeye's for a chicken sandwich. Okay, for His friends say that's not why. If he cut in the line, I'm not going to say it was justified, but I can understand it. <laughs> Imagine, like, you know, making a... Which is probably like a, a medium to large social gaffe by cutting someone in line. And dying for it. <laughs> and dying over that. Something normally you just you might get into a fist fight over if you're in a bad part of town. And this one. Uh, what's what's the other one? I'm gonna talk with my mouth full because it's ASMR. Okay. <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles woman wrecks car to get Popeye's chicken sandwich. Wow. I I I mean you could relate to that. Oh, you know what. I, I get into one minor fender. <laughs> I shouldn't have told you that. I should have said traffic's extra bad. This is the best podcast ever. I, really, it is because we're eating. Well, really, it's best from our angle. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone else, we're just rambling and eating into the microphones, which hopefully that. Hey, listen, if this gets a bump, I'm good. <laughs> they're like, hey, you got to listen to that podcast where they're eating sandwiches the whole time. Yeah, it's great. It's they, annoying, but it's also kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know what to deal with it. I, I got to hear more of these and guys. And it tingles my spine for some reason. <laughs> oh, man. Spine tingling. Oh, spine tingling is a good podcast. Um, okay, okay. So yeah. back to movie talk. Okay. So we all saw... Um, well, Sam's here. She's just by the microphones, but she doesn't want to be on the podcast because she's a party pooper. But... Um, we saw Terminator Dark uh, Dark Fate. Yeah, we did. Okay, got you. You're taking <laughs> your time with that. Okay, no. Um, I just got a pickle in <laughs> the sandwich. Oh yeah, and you really wanted to. Yeah, and I was it. just savoring the pickle flavor. That's what she said. Okay, I mean, <laughs> but um, what did we think of Terminator Dark Fate? Yes, we were talking about term. Well, I was talking about Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, that sounds way better. How about there? Sounds like uh, Neil deGrasse and Neil deGrasse Tyson's... Uh... We're on the spaceship imagination now. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, that's a, a little lighter on What's that. What's his podcast? He has a podcast called Star, Star Talk, Talk Radio. Star Talk, yeah. Star Talk Radio is pretty good. I, I I do subscribe to that, actually. It's, it's a oh, really? Good, yeah, it's really good. Um, you subscribed after he got into all that trouble, huh? No, I... I you I, subscribed after he no, became a before, Me Too? Before. Because before. you're like... <laughs> you're like, I'm going to support all the Me Too men. <laughs> God <laughs> Fucking with you. Yeah, I see. I hope you are. <clears throat> no, I, 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 I followed him for a long time. You notice those, 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 those uh, allegations just kind of disappeared, mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell like who's serious because he, he was just kind of an awkward dude around chicks. Like he's seen, you've seen how he like talks about like certain issues. He's just kind of a, he's a nerd who's socially awkward. Yeah, and if I was remember remembering it correctly, <clears throat> he was touching a woman's like solar system tattoo. Yeah, on her shoulder. 
And that just seems like a Neil deGrasse Tyson thing to do. That seems like you'd get really into, oh, the solar system. Here's Neptune. Mm-hmm. And then over here is Pluto, oh, which is no longer a planet. I'm surprised that you added this portion to your <laughs> you should see, shoulder. You should see what Victor's doing. He's like, <laughs> his hand is doing all these like feminine motions. And I'm just picturing like some chicks. And like, right here is uh, the sun. He's just rubbing her shoulder. I'm picturing this, this is the center. I pictured that. Yeah. On a, on a chick's back. Solar system. <laughs> it's like she has a halter top and he's just like, oh, well. And if I started to rub your shoulders, this would be gravitational waves <laughs> traversing. <laughs> The void of space. Oh, oh God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Neil deGrasse Tyson, in his mind, everything is fine because yeah, it's, it's all he's about science. Science communicating yeah, to this woman. He's educating a woman on science, and that's all that's all it is. I like to avert Samantha and she's not smiling. <laughs> she's smiling now that you're uncomfortable. But you know what I'm gonna say? What are you gonna say? We're gonna go back to Terminator. Oh yes. <laughs> Holy shit. We we get derailed a lot. But you know what? We know where we're going, and we we'll get there sooner or later. Yeah. So no, we um, I saw it separately because I I had um some birthday stuff I did, mm-hmm. and um someone made plans with me beforehand. That someone was my dad, and he got me a steak dinner, so it was great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I forgot. Listen, I didn't even like. I didn't even. I forgot it. That was my birthday day. Anyway. And, and I appreciate that. I think I said I appreciate that. God, she's so sassy. Now, <laughs> hair flick. Okay, um, but we saw Terminator um, Dark Fate, and I think they kind of made the same mistake they did um, with T2, mm-hmm. where they kind of spoiled who was the good, like, <clears throat> future person and who was the bad, like, too early. Because mm-hmm. even in the, like, the regular movie, they kind of set it up that they don't know. You don't know exactly who's good and who's bad. Hmm. You, I mean, you can, you, they kind of spoiled a little early for the, for the Rev-9, but if they played a little differently, it would be like this thing where who, who's getting to her first and who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Since we've had female and male um, Terminators now. Are you talking about the very first 1989? I no, think no, the T2. Terminator where, um, 2? Where they, if you watch the movie, they kind of don't tell you who's the good one, who's the bad one. Mm, yeah. Just two of them show up and start making their way to John. And there's that hallway scene. Oh, okay. Where he sit, where, you know, Terminator or Arschwishinger points the gun at John Connor and uh, he says, then he says, get down. And uh, right up until that very moment, you think, oh God, he's going to get shot or he's, oh. he's the bad guy. But then he says, get down. And he realized, oh, he's the good one. But in all the trailers, they kind of spoiled it, basically saying with that kind of 90s era um, um, voiceover guys, like one sent to protect, one sent to kill. And it was, they, oh yeah. yeah. It, it was kind of like that um, Mason brought it up to me that the, uh, that double lightsaber from uh, the first prequel, they mm-hmm. spoiled that like uh, in the in the trailers. Like, uh, like in the movie, they do a really good job of hiding that like how long Darth Maul's lightsaber is and what it looks like, until that scene where he like whips it out and he he expends one side and then the other. That was supposed to be a huge reveal, but they ruined it in the trailers. Mm-hmm. So um, they did that with this movie in the trailers a little bit, yeah, because you know <clears throat> it, it pretty much immediately you know like oh, the Rev Nine is that guy. They wanted to show that he could be two guys at once, which I think also could have been something they didn't spoil. Okay. So now I have a complaint about the trailer, plus, after seeing the movie, the explanation for it. Okay. It's kind of maybe a flip of what you said. Okay. Kind of similar. I did not like <laughs> the Rev-9, his outfit in the trailer. Wait, wait, it was wait. just brown slacks yeah, and a sh- tucked in <laughs> plaid shirt. Yeah, he just looked like some dude. 
I'm like, okay, this guy, he's got like a dad costume on, and <laughs> he's supposed to be like the big villain of this movie. Yeah, the unstoppable. At least that's what I thought. I was thinking, oh, maybe there's someone else that comes. Yeah. Later, that would have been kind of cool if they did that. Oh yeah. Something... Oh, spoilers in this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's just wearing that regular outfit, and then I see the movie. You can back off a little bit. I see that. the movie, and it's just like you know, it's it's because it's her dad's. Yeah. It's what's her name, Danny's dad. He's just you know regular old. Yeah, he just he just sees like an outfit. Oh, this looks like an outfit that would blend in. Hmm. Human but, clothes. I yeah. like it. There we go. Uh, well, Rick and Morty reference. <laughs> well, yeah. What I um. Yeah, I, I uh, now that I think about it, yeah, when he was in like um, uniforms, like when he looked like a border patrol agent, or when mm. he looked like a like a guy in a jumpsuit, mm. it looked way better than plaid guy. It, it was like someone who has going to Home Depot for like a quick like a uh, drywall run was trying to murder you. <laughs> you know, it did look better, and then you know the fact that he had those those different um, uh, wardrobe changes throughout the film. Uh, yeah. Helped. Yeah, those are all really. Cool. I always like that when you can just change like, like that, because mm-hmm. that that kind of goes to like my video game roots where you just like click a button and then it's like, oh, now you're wearing this outfit. Yeah. So, what would you think about? Um, let's go to the intro. They both come to. Yeah, we'll just start with that. They, okay. They both come to, uh, 2019 Mexico. I'm guessing. Yeah. 2019 Mexico. And. Uh, <clears throat> The way they teleport there in the sphere mm-hmm. is a little different than in other movies. Yeah, now there's like a temperature drop. There's a, yeah, there's a temperature drop, and it doesn't know where to put them. Yeah, they're, they're like, like in the first two movies, it just puts them on the ground. Actually, uh, it drops Kyle <laughs> Reese a little bit. Like whenever there's like a machine, mm-hmm. they land really well. Uh, like in the earlier movies, they land really well. But if there's a if there's a person, they'll do a little bit of an awkward land. Okay. Because yeah, that's what Kyle Reese did. But Arnold Schwarzenegger always like ends up like just solid. Yeah, for Grace, she got dropped off a bridge. She was like right in the middle of a bridge. Yeah, and the portal cut through the bridge, which is like, always a cool effect. <laughs> and then she just fell under the bridge, naked. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, I, I know it, this might be a little inappropriate, but she had a phenomenal butt. She did have a good butt. Yeah. Sam, she has an athletic physique. Uh, uh, Grace's butt in uh, in Terminator. What? Okay, well, heart shaped, and athletic, but um, she is like the bane. Like you think that the, the Rev Nine would like beat more people up. Like he does kill people, but Grace, like she rams a lot of like security guards' heads into like walls and leaves a crack. Like she wrecks those like police officers who are just mm-hmm. like trying to figure out what's going. Like when yeah, when she gets off the bridge and like those two um teen like what twenty year olds like mm-hmm. find her. And then he's like, eh, yeah, I love it when naked chicks fall off bridges from the sky. It's like he's just being like kind of sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. But then she just like beats the crap out of him and then wrecks those other cops. You know what? Yeah. They don't show <clears throat> the aftermath. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, she, she beats up the cops, but they didn't sh- it doesn't show her taking the clothes from yeah. the guy, from the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show that part. It just like cuts to the next scene, and he's naked, and she's got his clothes on. Yeah, and she's driving off in their car. It looks like, and so like, and he doesn't look like he got beat up. He's really pissed off, but he looks good, and his yeah. girlfriend looks good. So I think that scene was he just she just intimidated him. Yeah, she totally ferociously into taking his clothes off. Well, I mean, she watched her, her like push a dude like just with the palms of her hands so hard that he flipped upside down and broke his spine on the hood of a cop car. 
So yeah, that would have been an uncomfortable scene if they had if they decided should. to film that, or maybe it is, and they had left it in. Oh, that would be great. Actually, I would have liked that. It's like, take off your clothes. What? Because they did that, yeah, in Terminator, in T2, when he's like, give me your clothes, and you'll... but they just kind of switch to him, yeah. like, fully dressed. Like, they don't, they don't show, like, you know, like, do you want just the shirt? I'll just give you the shirt. Like, yeah. No, the pants, too. <laughs> give me the... You want the shoes? You want my fucking shoes? Too? Like, yes, I want. This is the most expensive part of the outfit. <laughs> Seriously, he probably let Arnold Schwarzenegger probably let that um, biker keep his underwear like um, like Joey did or Grace did. Oh yeah. wait, Sam. So she was. On. We know that she was going commando. Oh, she was. Yeah. So that's hot. It's a little hot. And the guy didn't have a bra, so she was going braless too. Yeah. Well, she, listen, she wasn't busty. She was more. She like she was more of a butt woman. This is the male part of the. Uh, this is the podcast. male gaze. This is the male gaze portion of the podcast. We just realized that she was braless and pantyless, probably throughout half the movie. And I approve. I thought she was taller than five ten, but she's only five ten. Oh, well, she's taller she looks, than me. She looks about six foot though, doesn't she? She she does actually. They do a good job of making her look. Um, Linda Hamilton is not tall. Well, they do make they do a good job of making her look athletic and tall. And actually, she does have those lines like you know. Uh, like on the lower part of your abdomen going down there. What do they call it? Fuck me lines? Yeah, I think so. The dick root? The dick. Ah, oh, those those are. Listen, I don't have them, so I don't demand women have them. Mm-hmm. But it is. I can appreciate those. I didn't notice her dick root. I did. Or it would be called her. I don't know. Abdo- l- lower abdominal muscles? Huh? Those are the V line. The V line. Okay, that's better. Her puss but, root. <laughs> but you know who was like really banging. Oh, yeah, the guy, the Rev 9 guy. Listen, I can, I can, I can admit that he was a handsome man. Who played Rev 9? Gabriel Luna. Gabriel uh, Luna, he, brother of Diego Luna from Star Wars, right? Uh, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I'm going to spread false information. God damn. I was going to go around thinking. He played Robbie Reyes on Agents of Shield. Also, oh, he was a uh, ghostwriter. Oh yeah, he was Oh, that was he was great in that. I'm I'm glad he's getting more work. But um So yeah, they they kind of meet up at the uh at the uh, all all the parties come together at the uh except for um uh Linda Hamilton, is that her? Yeah, they they all meet up at the auto body factory in uh in uh Mexico, mm-hmm. and uh, like the Rev Nine has this great thing. Is like, oh, she forgot her lunch, and he's like a real he, he knows how to like infiltrate. Like he's way better than uh than than a T eight hundred. And then they show like over to the table. Yeah, <clears throat> he's like, yeah, she no, she already brought her lunch, and it's like two bags. Yeah, I'm like, how many times did he try this already? Seriously, no. I was thinking like, did he come? That was more <laughs> where my mind went. <laughs> I'm like, she only brings one lunch for herself, probably. Maybe that was for someone else. She brought someone else's lunch. Maybe. <laughs> but why would she just like bring her lunch and then remember someone else's? So I'm thinking, because it's time travel. Yeah. Another Rev Nine already showed up. <laughs> no, because remember, he those bags like melted away, and there was a gun in his hand. Oh, I guess. Yeah that that was just his facade falling apart. Were you drunk? <laughs> you you were drinking. You you did you did have some booze. You were at a restaurant with uh, Sam and Emily, so you probably had a couple of Samantha. shots. Samantha. Uh, what did you give me and Judge here? She gave us drinks. Yeah, it was uh, vanilla Maker's Mark. Uh, a little bit of DiSorono and some Johnny Red. So we got some DiSorono and Johnny Red. I, 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 I detected some vanilla hints. It's very sweet. DiSorono okay. amaretto. It's mm. very sweet. Yeah, it was great. That's, that's the amaretto. No, but and the fight scene that follows... Yeah, that's what we all want in life. No, the fight scene that followed was really good because there was that big reveal thing to her to um to the um girl. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Ro- Rosa? Oh no, Danny. They call her Danny in the movie. Um, 
Like she she thinks like she, she her husband or her uh, dad just got her face shot off with a shotgun. <laughs> and then there's the reveal where he like gets up all awkwardly, you know, like that weird contortionist get up. Yeah, that was, that's pretty cool that they added that. I, I saw like, that in the trailers. Yeah, too. I like how he was way more um, limber than a T eight hundred. It was like uh, it was like that dance move where someone. You know, they like grab your soul. Yeah, they pick you up by your soul. Oh, that's great. That's that kind of like you know what he did. Except he was like it's almost like it's a it's a puppet, like a uh, what do they call that? Uh, like Mar- a marionette. Marionette. Puppet. Yeah, but yeah, then she like she find like quickly, that's the reference, everybody. Don't yell into the mic. That's the reference, everybody, for the deep dive. Okay, so yeah, but she um she she like any Terminator movie, like shotguns aren't gonna do shit, like, except for like knock them back. But then she gets like then you find out that um exactly how enhanced uh, um grace is and it's pretty enhanced like she she takes a sledgehammer and just knocks this guy around mm-hmm. and you've seen this in the trailer it's, it, it's a really good fight scene i really like it this is still inside like the auto yeah factory her brother like danny's brother is realizing oh i'm gonna i'm gonna lose my job to a robotic arm and she's like already saying like it's like what we're just holding places for machines <laughs> and that's kind of the weakness yeah that's kind of the weakness of uh, the movie is that a lot of the stuff they try to say that's a little deeper is always like incredibly on the nose and everything has to come to a grinding halt for a second <laughs> for them to have anytime that's trying to be about something, mm-hmm. everything has to come to a grinding halt and it kind of pops you out of the movie. Yeah, it's about automation. The, that uh, portion of that it. That portion, they were making a, uh, a reference to automation, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, that that was just it. Like that, that's that's kind of how kind of empty it is. There's nothing yeah. to back it up, really. Yeah, they're just saying, hey, automation is a thing, and yeah, jo- machines are taking our jobs, and now they're going to take over the future. So it is a pro Yang uh, movie. Pro- <laughs> In that moment, yes, it is. But remember <laughs> later when they meet up with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. and he does a full on like pro Second Amendment bit, where he has a locker yeah. full of guns, and he's like, I I calculate that these guns will be necessary for their survival in the event of a catastrophic collapse and that was a pro gun it's like it was incredibly pro gun but also and again like i personally like the message but the whole movie has to come to a grinding halt for them to have this weird exposition we really don't need yeah because if arnold schwarzenegger just regular Arnold schwarzenegger had a locker full of guns we'd accept it (laughs) if the terminator has a has an arsenal of guns like i am a terminator i i have weapons I, i would accept that or just the this is Texas line. He calculated the uh, downfall of humans. Like at 80%? Yeah. In other circumstances other than Skynet? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he's right because, um, was it Legion? Yeah. That's the one that, yeah. Well. <laughs> no, but when, when Linda Hamilton realizes, or when they tell her, Sarah Connor mm-hmm. is told, like, oh, they're, they made this, it's taken by this, like, AI designed for, like, cyber warfare. She says, oh, they never learn. But realistically, yeah, they, they never learn because they never have to learn the lesson to begin with. You you stop Judgment Day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How could they learn? It's like it's like, like spanking your kid and then going back in time and unspanking them. And it's like Sarah Connor wasn't really going on talk shows and running the circuit saying, you know, hey, I stopped Judgment Day, everybody. Yeah, she was. such thing as robots and time travel. She was blowing up like computer factories. <laughs> so and people think she's just a crazy uh, murderer. That's one of the best lines is like, you want to cross the U.S. border with a foreign national and a woman who's had her own episode of America's Most Wanted. <laughs> I love that. That was great. <clears throat> Anytime it's like a joke, mm-hmm. then it's, it's a good line. Okay, so 
that was they had the gun uh, statement, the automation statement, and then they had they obviously had a an immigration statement. Well, yeah, because that's, you're bringing. that's one of the ones. Yeah, that, where they, that wasn't the only immigration. They straight up go to a detainment. Center. They they really do. They go straight up to a <laughs> to a detainment facility and they bust them all out and like they murder a bunch of like the Rev Nine murders a bunch of uh, immigration officers, which I'm sure is hap- Someone likes that scene. Yeah, but um, but she's sitting there like after she gets medically examined, like they're realizing what the like. She's at the immigration processing medical center, mm-hmm. and they do like an X-ray. It's like, and they see like she's like almost fully like robot under her skin, mm-hmm. and she like fakes a seizure, beats up a bunch of guards, and then she comes up to like the female like doctors, like where do you keep the prisoners? Like we call them detainees, and it's like again, like <laughs> everything has to come to a complete stop for a second, so we can have a little moment for no other reason than we just need to make a moment. Realistically, if she just called them prisoners and moved on, that that'd be fine. Like she'd view them as prisoners. Mm-hmm. And also, the I, I actually kind of can kind of see why Linda Hamilton would, or um, Sarah Connor would have been like um, she's embittered about like how they view uh, her, mm-hmm. like uh, the future does, like as her just her womb. Mm-hmm. But realistically, that was never like the um, that was never like her only value was her birthing John Connor. Yeah. Because also she made him, like the story goes, she makes him strong. She teaches him how to lead, how to fight. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about motherhood. It's also about like, you know, being a teacher, being yeah. like someone there to like make the next generation stronger. And like, realistically, yeah. if they just said, um, it, it's, it's a little too bitter mm-hmm. when they say, you're not there to birth some man. You're there, you are. And I could accept it that they just got it wrong and she was the next, uh, the next like John Connor I, all I would like is if they didn't have to bring the whole movie to a stop to say, cause John Connor isn't just some man. That was the last guy. Yeah. We spent like several movies with him and he's not just, you know, he's a full flesh character. It was, it was quite on the nose. Yeah. In that scene as well. All they have to say is like, would have been like way more elegant and way more to the point was like, mm-hmm. it's like, you don't give birth to the resistance. You are the resistance. Mm-hmm. There's so many better, more eloquent lines to say that, no, you, a woman are. But Sarah Connor is a, uh, she's an alcoholic. Yeah, she's well, yeah. A bitter. Uh, and I can woman. see, and I can see, and I can understand why she watched her son get murdered by a Terminator. Yeah. <clears throat> so that that explains some of that character development, and that scene. Really, it kind of feels like they were just trying to pander to a lot of different audiences, and kind of salve the wounds of whatever whoever they. <laughs> yeah. After seeing that movie, um, my YouTube algorithm, just. Filled with Terminator. Oh uh, yeah, reviews from you know random YouTubers. Well, and listen, I, I and the consensus is that it sucked because they're calling it Wokenator. Listen, it is a little heavy on the wokeness, but I enjoyed it overall. Honestly, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. Listen, if you go into it thinking this is a this is yeah. an action movie, it's the third best Terminator movie, and that's not damning it with faint praise by any stretch of the imagination. No, I thought it was the third best per- Terminator movie as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's like. Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 are like the perfect like prequel like duology of movies. Mm-hmm. And this is like the I think it's the best you could expect. Duology? Yeah, that's like a duality, two, duality however you want to put it. <clears throat> okay. Sam has corrected me. She's woman explained to me. And um <laughs> No, um no, it's it's a really good couple of movies. And this I think is the best you could have expected from a uh, from a from a third movie given like our culture right now and that's not to say it's bad in any way again mm-hmm. and uh if you go into it saying this is an action movie that's going to be well made you'll enjoy it yeah and i liked that um 
Grace's character and Sarah Connor's character weren't supercharged, super badass, you know, mm-hmm. undefeatable, perfect jewels of characters. I like that there was like weaknesses to them. Linda Hamilton was an alcoholic, bitter, yeah, like wreck of a person. Uh, Grace needed to take those shots. Yep, she she had weakness, <clears throat> and even so the she tr- had a lot of weaknesses. It wasn't like I'm just gonna say, watching Wonder Woman and Star Wars, I feel like Ray was too super powered, and I feel like Wonder Woman was too super powered yeah like they were afraid to make them look weak but i like in terminator they weren't afraid to like show the weaknesses of these characters and that's the kind of the um the kind of dividing line you have to follow like like and like a lot of male heroes will have a bit where they're just beaten to crap like that's what makes john mcclain from uh from die hard so compelling is that he takes a beating he's not an unstoppable like killer yeah um even in um like a was it a predator Mm mm-hmm it's it's a it's a horror movie, but still, there these are huge dudes that have like are hyper competent, but they still have these weaknesses where they get afraid, they're overly macho, exactly. And, and so, and I did like then what I didn't like about yeah the Ray is that she's a Mary Sue in any sense. The she cheapen yeah. she's so powerful she cheapens other characters that have been there for a long time. Like Chewie is now just her chauffeur, <laughs> basically, yeah. and he's like yeah. a hundred and fifty year old pilot slash mechanic slash warrior. Yeah. And like Han Solo just turns into a deadbeat dad. No one needs to teach. Like Luke, he doesn't need to teach her anything. She already knows it all. Yeah. And that, that's the kind of thing I didn't like about how the the Star Wars thing turned is like it, it went from a thing that you have to learn and practice at mm-hmm. to just, uh, we need you to be this, so you're this now. It's just kind of convenience for convenience sake. Yeah. And then we see Grace. She wasn't always, you know, a robot. She like. She got injured. She got injured. Then she, she got vo- her ass kicked. And- she volunteered to be yeah. um, what they call uh, uh, a. Um, what is it? Um, an augment. Augment. It, well, you know, it, Augmented in every way except for her chest. Except, oh, snap. You think you could hide like some <laughs> weapons? In, you, know, you could do like a, like a James or a Austin Powers thing where they have guns in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, this is getting asinine and childish. And I will not have my podcast become asinine and po- childish. Yeah, and I, I, I thought Grace is a, was a good character. Oh, yeah. Um, because she, and even from like a... Like a knowledge standpoint, she was willing to say, like, um, like, no, she's staying with me. I'm gonna throw her at the bottom of a mine shaft. But when people told her, like, no, you, she you, made mistakes. She yeah, had bad plans too. Yeah, she had bad plans, and but she was willing to like learn from that and then work as a team. Yeah. So she, yeah, she was a uh, very competent both in like her initial skill set, but also in her ability to work as a team. Mm-hmm. And what they did, like, <clears throat> honestly, my favorite parts of the movie come when like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes back, because what they did with um, that Terminator was phenomenal. Like, what happens to a Terminator after, like, a hyper-advanced, like, killing machine after it has no purpose? Mm-hmm. So he becomes a family man. It's it's uh, it's really great. And, um, like, he, he runs a drapery shop. Still eating my chicken sandwich. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll let that pause out. Um, no, but you, um, you see he's, like, watching football. And I think the, 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 one of the things I really like was this subtle change was um, he had a dog. And it wasn't, like, going nuts around him. Because remember, dogs mm-hmm. always go nuts around Terminators. And it probably did when it first met him, but he was able to... And yeah, so th- this shows that he's not... Maybe... Trick it. I think from like a... Yeah, from a like a in-universe standpoint, the dog, like, yeah, got used to him. But mm-hmm. from more like a narrative, like, metaphor standpoint, it shows he's no longer like a machine in disguise. He is who he really is. And he has become a full individual that the dog doesn't have to be worried about. That's probably one of the few parts of the movie that... I couldn't get behind, logically. The, the dog one? 
No, just that the Terminator just decides to be human. Well, ha- having watched the Sarah Connor Chronicles, <clears throat> like I, um, I, I, never saw, I, I never saw Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's fine. I know, but I, I'm I'm a little more on board with that. That you know he's a hyper advanced machine, mm-hmm. and he wants purpose. So I think, uh, and you know, he's a learning machine. Yeah, I feel like when he when they are when they complete their task when they kill a John Connor from whatever timeline. Yeah. You think they would just you know? I thought he was just gonna walk into the ocean and just die. Yeah. Well, and that they kind of turn off. They kind of cover that in um in a Terminator Two is like I can't self terminate. He had to have John Connor dip him into the molten metal. Oh. So I don't I don't think they self terminate. I don't think they planned out that far ahead, but. Still, that's a that was a it's it's convenient for him. I would have liked it to be spurred on by another character. That would like have maybe been... one of the kids of Dyson. Remember Dyson from oh, the yeah. first? Like maybe one of them found him and like I know I recognize that guy. That's a T eight hundred. Yeah. And maybe they switch his programming him programming. Yeah. To like keep him from killing other people or whatever, or killing another John Connor. Or right. Whatever. You prefer that over machine learning? Yeah, I would prefer that over. I, I think for, I don't think they would program like a machine to like, you know. Oh, I need a purpose in life. I need to figure out. I need a wife and kids, and I need a dog, and I need to become a. I can see that. Yeah. So who who knows? I feel like he should have been. He should have had someone like that. He met like mm. that's what happened when he was he met um John Connor. Right. He became human just hanging out with them. That whole story's developed. Oh yeah, because that, he had that, that, is that true. human. That human character with them that helped him become more humans. Like, hey, don't kill anybody, you know? Yeah. Like, no, that that makes sense. I did not yeah, kill he, him. You know? he, he's a learning computer, but he learns through contact with people. So, it, like that first uh, transition to like just um, like having that family would have been impossible without someone to base it off of. I I think yeah. that would be a good good prequel to that one. Is uh, what happened to Arnold Schwarzenegger that whole time? Yeah. And then I could imagine him like doing the whole thing with the drapes and all of that. The drapes was great. He's like talking about like to. T- to uh, Danny about like the proper drapes for a little girl's room and it's like this is bizarre yeah like uh, that was great see maybe he's a little bit more advanced in his drape selection because I, he was saying that it needs ducks and balloons and it needs some sort of pattern yeah it's like no. they were going with a solid right <laughs> he's having this whole thing it's like it's absolutely wrong you're making a terrible mistake <laughs> I I loved it I I might have gone I might my, myself I would have chosen a solid color for a children's room yeah and you would be making a mistake yeah, without really knowing it. Yep. I would have gone with like a maybe a brighter color, like a bright fun color. Oh yeah. And maybe a slight pattern, but an uh uh You are an artist, so I think an might... abstract pattern. Mm. Not a literal duck or balloon or cloud. I say I wouldn't have chosen that for my house. But his design taste is he maybe he has drapes that, you know, have these patterns and he's trying to sell them. Oh he's he's over <laughs> Maybe it's that, or maybe he just has excess stock that he's trying to unload on people. Yeah, maybe for the past twenty years, he has been putting, you know, solid colors in children's rooms. And, and then, and then he'd return years later and be like, "No, I don't like this. This is absolutely wrong. What are you doing with your life?" <laughs> I just see like you making, I see you making that mistake of like, no, you're making a solid color. And he shows up in the leather jacket with the sunglasses <laughs> and just terminates your your blinds with a shotgun. Now you'll need more. Uh, now that's an SNL. That's an SNL skit. Oh man. Um, let's see. Oh, there's one more thing I want to talk about. Like, let's not spoil the end of the movie. Like, it's a pretty good end. I like the fight. Um, what I wanted to ask is, um, like, the way like you know technology advances, you see a lot of time is, um, 
the like the Blu-rays, like and the um, VHS tapes, the they advanced because porn backed them up. Yeah. And now you're seeing like companies making uh, AI like sex bots, basically. Yeah. Because people have a sex drive. That's the that's something you can really count on. Mm-hmm. So when when is it going to be that the like it's a sex bots AI that turns into Skynet? <laughs> yeah, that's. Yes, exactly. They're so the f- their very first AI will probably be like a uh, a very ready sex slave female yeah. woman. And they're but they're going to have to keep like upping the game so it gets out of the uncanny valley personality wise. Yeah. And eventually it's like, oh, this is a machine learning hyper advanced fuck doll that looks like your favorite anime character, but then it like goes mad because it's tired of being used sexually. Yeah. So the company that creates that AI, the company that makes that AI will lead the world in ai oh it will because people are going to be pouring all that money into their sex bots oh definitely I'd... tesla's going to make the first good fuck doll yeah it will it was like it, <laughs> like you just says i'm more than just my vagina it's like but your vagina vibrates and has all these motors and like undulating parts yeah and then and it gets solar powered it's so ah oh, so green a solar powered <laughs> sex bot but then it gets kind of into the uncanny valley there we're like <laughs> there's this thing okay so i'm gonna talk about sex now a little bit okay I, I'm, ready. I'm not gonna get too into it okay thanks but there's this thing called cnc have you heard of it i have not it's called consensual non-consent oh yeah yeah okay so it's, it's basically like role play it's role play and uh, the woman doesn't consent oh and then you take <clears throat> you take it you, you, you from do, her you do what you want to do but it's all but secretly she consented earlier right, right, right. to this kind of fantasy where she's being assaulted gotcha. i got gotcha. you right? You can make that real with an AI robot sex doll. And that's when you get Skynet. (laughs) I I think it'd be called Fucknet at that point. I had my evil villain laugh. Yes, you did. (laughs) That's when it does. You can can only erase your your sex bot's memory so many times. And realistically, if we're going by like um, sci-fi movie rules, Mm -hmm. it would for some reason the sex bot would have like eight times the strength of a human. I know why are they why do they always make him they, super oh. strong? It's like yeah, this is my drink serving robot. It's designed to make coffee, toast, breakfast, that sort of thing, and it can also crush your car. And it's like that seems like a feature that's probably a lot of money. I just need it to be able to lift like fifty pounds tops. I know. Imagine it serving you drinks. It's like yeah, there's like a ninety, there's like a a ten percent chance that when it's serving you a drink, it'll just shatter as it's placing it. It'll and break your table as it tries to <laughs> slam it. <laughs> But you know, you gotta. That's it's developing technology. Yeah, that's what you have to deal with. Oh man, all right. Technology is a new frontier. All right, listen. I, we've been going for like 45 minutes. So I'm gonna say is this was a great episode, and I really enjoyed doing movie talk with you. Yeah. So uh, thanks for tuning in to the Transmit Podcast. I'm Spike. I'm Victor. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>